Welcome, 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 welcome back to season two of the F My Life podcast. My name is Nona Lisa. I am your host, and I'm here with my co-host, your favorite, Lied. Hi, guys. Welcome back to season two. How are you Numero feeling? Dos. We're doing this a second time because the first time sucked. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're doing it again because the first time sucked. But you know what the Lord said? Forgive and try again. And try again, right? <laughs> Persevere. That's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here today. If you keep, feel- you. If you keep failing, just keep failing. Just ke- <laughs> Don't give up. Just keep no, failing. <laughs> just fail until... You something. fail again. <laughs> <laughs> fail until something changes. Yeah, fail until something changes. Yeah, basically. That's, that's kind of how we live our lives. They never taught you that in school, but we are th- teaching you that you right here. They don't teach you a lot of things in school. We had to learn this on our own. Why didn't I learn about tax in school? That's what I'm saying. Taxes. If I knew I had to pay the government a portion of my check, I wouldn't even be in school. That's what I'm saying. To get a job, to pay the government. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The system is backwards. The system is backwards. Um, We're very excited about season two. Um, We're going to be doing things a little differently, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Light has has worked on his jokes and his (laughs) story. Light has a lot of stories. They're even drier this time. (laughs) Light has a lot of stories for you. Oh, I got a hot story for y'all. Next episode, right? Next episode, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But today, if you're listening um, on the day that this is posted... It's June 1st, and it's the beginning of LGBTQ plus Awareness Month. Uh, IA or AI, whatever. Uh, you know, X, add whatever you want at the end. GBQPTTT. Whatever you are, baby, we accept you, okay? Happy <laughs> whatever Pride. Whatever let you is, grab it, come have a seat. Uh, come through, like, be proud, <laughs> you be can happy. You can sit with us. Sleep with whoever you want to sleep with, be whoever you want to be, wear whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to be a butterfly? You you go be a butterfly. You want to be a kitchen, a, ki- a countertop? You want to be a kitchen appliance? You go be that, babes. Like, we accept you. You know? This Samson is, in this bitch. This is... <laughs> Speaking about that, <laughs> um, we actually, for those of you looking at the video live, uh, not video live, the video uh, recording on Nona's YouTube channel, we did decide to change the setting up a little bit. Now we're in um, my kitchen. Um, and as you could probably see, two of the two things i have to eat which is granola and cinnamon toast crunch so if y'all want to keep me fed and keep this podcast going please subscribe and listen to it every like week like and subscribe <laughs> we need it um it's kind of a desert out here yeah but uh, <laughs> we're we're barely keeping the lights on at this point so please y'all tell your brother what we're down to one meal per day <laughs> tell your brother your sister whoever to listen to the podcast <laughs> right um, so in honor of LGBTQ plus A, B, C, D, E, F, G, um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about your coming out story because if y'all, oh, great. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Light is very, homo- Light was straight once before. No, Light, however, he's very homosexual now. Um, Light, so wait, when I'm did, a homo. when did a you know, wantimo. when did you know that you were gay? Um, I think I was a very young um, lad growing up in the countryside. Uh, <laughs> no, so what happened is my brother. Oh, no, don't. No, I didn't like my brother. Stop it. <laughs> my brother had a friend who used to come over and play video games, right? I remember his name was Aaron or whatever. He had green eyes, I think. Aaron, if you're listening to his this. His dad was a butcher. Shout out to you, Aaron. Aaron, baby, you all started this shit. 
All my exes are going to be jealous of you. Call, they call light when you get a chance. Aaron, I'm going to come find you, baby boy. <laughs> he probably got two kids and, I don't know, he's probably drunk and fat somewhere. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he used to come over to our house and play video games with my brother. Um, and then I used to see him, right? I was like eight or nine maybe seven god knows god forbid i was six but anyway <laughs> somewhere in the preteens, um and he used to come over and i remember seeing him like oh my god my penis used to get hard right so i told my sister um i went to my sister and i don't know why even like why did anyone need to, this is my problem i talk a lot so i went to my sister and i'm like hey x <laughs> No, not that her gender was X, but I call my sister X. Um, <laughs> my thing gets hard when I see this guy. Me trying to, you know, come to terms with whatever is happening to me at the time. And then she just thought it was really funny. So she went back and she told my entire family. And they all started laughing at me. Little did they know. Little did they know. Um, so that's kind of how I knew. And then in high school, I tried dating a g- girl. <laughs> use that term loosely use that term loosely she was a girl i mean she she um on her birth certificate she was a girl but she looked like a boy but maybe that's why that's anyway, why that's definitely why um and then that didn't work out and she forced me to be even more gay so thank you to who her uh you know yourself shout out to you girl shout out to you love you you made like totally accept <laughs> who i truly sexuality am. look these people be they don't even know the impact they be having on me right anyway so um yeah so you know it started when i was young and then um you know in high school i dated a girl realized that's not what i wanted um and then in college i was a hoe yeah i feel like most people who are gay or bi in some way they usually know from a young age like people you know people who are like anti-gay they're like oh, you're choosing to like men or you're choosing to like women. No, it's just a feeling. Like, we're not choose. If it was up to having a choice, I don't think anyone would choose the path of resistance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> Do I look like I like work? <laughs> right. Do I look like I like a struggle? Yeah. Do exactly. I look I like I want to go against societal norms? Yeah. No. <laughs> if I were to choose between being gay and straight, I would always be gay. Yeah. No, no, no. But actually, if I were to choose, I would actually still be gay because I don't know <laughs> what to do. But the rational mind, economics tells us, Karl yeah. Marx or whoever, Ben Bernanke, Bernanke or whatever his fed chair was, um, that as a rational human being, you choose the path of least resistance. Yeah. When, are you looking at my hair? No, okay. I'm looking at your hairline though. I was like, oh, that's very sharp. Oh, baby, like on that P- side. Point you, period. Yeah. Pretty. Anyways, same anyway, what you were saying. Um, so yeah, I would. I mean, the rational person would obviously choose to be straight. But I mean, if that were the case, then there would be no gay people in the world. It's not a choice. We just woke up one day and our penis got hard for the for same our gender. brothers' <laughs> friends. You know, what can men you do? need love too. Men need love for men. <laughs> men and women need love for women, baby. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's kind of how it started. And uh, it is funny you said that. Uh, There's so many theories about how people are gay. Yeah. I remember I had this chemistry teacher in high school, and she used to always say, she was very a devout Christian, whatever devout fucking means anyway. Um, and she would always say, oh, gay men, they were molested as children, yeah. um, and that's why they turned out gay. They were probably raped by their 
uncles or male cousins or some male figure in their life yeah and now i till to this day i have trauma thinking about wow like did that happen to me as a child and you but don't I, know but i don't know i can't remember i don't ever recall and i grew up in a you know i very grew up in a very gated home a very protective home like we had security guards and my uncle who used to steal gas from my dad remember <laughs> in that podcast i spoke about that um yeah, my mom wouldn't even allow me to play with the neighbor's kids. Like, that's how protected we were. So yeah. I don't know who was raping me. Was it the grasshopper in the backyard that I was playing in? Like, who? I don't know. But you know what happened to me? And that's for a story. <laughs> that's a story for a future podcast. Few. Future. Few. When I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I understand. And you know what's funny? I grew up in a very, like, anti-gay environment. Mm-hmm. Because we're Guyanese. And, you know, generally Caribbean culture... It's not that accepting of gay people. And um, I grew up thinking like something was wrong with you if you were gay or if you had gay friends. Mm -hmm. And when you came out to me, we were like 18, 19 years old. Yeah, I think so. I remember thinking whatever I was taught growing up, it all went away because I loved you as a friend. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this stuff. You're still lied to me. So, you know. Um, if somebody, if you think somebody's gay, <laughs> I in thought your it life, would have been like a sigh of relief to you, be like, "Oh, thank God, I thought this nigga liked me." Oh no, <laughs> but I, I had a feeling that you were because oh. you never talked about girls, and guys are always talking about girls. So I'm like, yeah, that's mm, so weird, is. isn't it? Like, yeah. why, why don't I like vagina? I it's just know. like, it's so weird. Like, I'm trying to like it in my mind, but <laughs> I can't. Like, in your, in I'm your trying spirit. to. Be- in my spirit, I'm like trying to tap into my inner vagina and I can't. Yeah. But it just looked like a, it, the same way I feel about like your shoulder. Yeah. The same way I feel about a vagina. Like, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. There. And like, I, I, we talk about all the time how sexuality is a spectrum because I pers- oh, well, I like guys. I want to marry a man and be with a man, but I'm attracted to girls, mm-hmm. but I'm not attracted enough to like be in a relationship with a woman and i don't know why that is but that's why we say sexuality is a spectrum yeah yeah um so you just like it for the i guess the excursion the variety the novelty of it yeah exactly like i wouldn't actually go on a date with a girl you know be with them in that way like you drop in those knees and give her some head um no i've never done that to a girl Uh, oh you like it being done to you Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Moving it's right so along. funny how you say it's a spectrum because actually um one of my exes used to think you were trans. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> guys. Like he could swear you were <sighs> trans. Light's ex-boyfriend thought I was trans. And do you know how many DMs I get on Instagram asking if I'm trans? And I'm like, what is the vibe that I'm giving off that says I'm trans? I'm not. I'm I was born a Please born, show them. Uh, no. Baby, no. The, I was born a girl, and I will forever be a woman slash girl. Um, born a girl will forever be. A I don't girl. know if it's the voice or maybe like I. I don't think I have a masculine. Give me your pop face. smoke voice, baby. Yes, there you go. Baby, That's welcome it. to the party. You, your next it's Instagram story that you post, please use that voice. Please, 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 please. please it's please. it's the voice. It's the maybe. voice. I don't know. I th- and I think I'm like a very feminine girl generally. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You know, but it's just men being stupid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think because no that's what they fucking like, girl. I th- there are a lot that's of there are a lot of straight like. guys who are into trans what? girls. On Grinder, if y'all go on Grinder, everybody go download Grinder right now. Use my <laughs> link in the subscription box below so I can get my commission rate. <laughs> guys, but go 
love trans girls. But they love, you know, like 10 years ago, I mean, I was probably like 15, but whatever. 10 years ago on Grindr, like the guys only wanted like masculine guys, like, oh, masculine. I don't want no feminine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now it's like the complete opposite. Now, yeah. baby, if you got something looking like a titty and something looking like <laughs> long hair and like long nails, like they don't want to fuck you. That's it. Like, yeah. It's a struggle out here now for masculine guys. And I'm not. I don't think I'm much of a masculine guy, but I feel like I'm of, among the gays. I'm probably one of the most you more masculine. Are, you are. You I'm don't sincerely that. Yeah. <laughs> I like, don't even. I don't even like putting makeup. I don't even like putting shit on my like moisturize on my face, which is just a healthy thing for men. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like it's just a part of your self care routine. I don't even like doing that. I don't even like showering. Like what? Okay. I don't care about fashion. What? <laughs> yeah, Lai doesn't care about fashion. We know he has like two shirts. Uh, two shirts. One of which I'm wearing. Um. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm not trans is 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 what bottom line the end yeah Get bottom line it. the end go fuck somebody else go mess with somebody <laughs> else so on the topic of trans Nona I mean this is something I think about often and I just want to know your take on it what if you know when you grow up I mean you are grown up but when you grow up <laughs> when oh, I grow up <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you grow up um <laughs> I ever so anyway I gotta tell you the story later but um when you have kids what if one of them or two of them, whatever, turned out to be gay or trans? Maybe let's let's, let's just start, start with gay. gay first. Yeah. Um, if if you turn out to be gay, baby, go be gay. Yeah, you won't. Uh, well, no, won't to you. I don't care. Okay. I'm concerned about you being a good, kind, productive person. I don't care about you know all that other stuff. How will you try to protect that child from? Uh, as common uh, an an epidemic it is as bullying in high schools i really have no ideas yet Mm -hmm. i i don't i don't because i don't have any kids i don't think i have any like real thoughts about that as yet Mm. um i think i'll just have to take it as it comes yeah it's it's a problem um and and of course i'm gonna have like colored kids even if i like right so that's another thing to deal with you're gay and you're like non-white so because bullying is such a big problem in american schools today Mm -hmm. and like you know something as recent like that's a shooting in uvalde they say the shooter was bullied by his classmates and that kind of led him it's like a huge problem and of course bullying leads to a lot of lgbtq teens committing suicide so um, it's something I think about as well um, because, you know, obviously I want to have kids someday. Like, what if they do turn out gay? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's that's poetic justice for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, if that does happen. So I'm always concerned about, like, damn, I'm going to have to homeschool these creatures or something. <laughs> you know? You never know. You might be open to homeschooling. Okay. Well, let's step it up a notch. Um, what if they're a trans? What if at, at, at seven years old, little Tommy come running to you, Mommy? I want to be Tamisha instead of Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought about this. And you know what? I've read so many like stories where parents let their kids start transitioning, like taking hormones and stuff like that. And then when they're like 17, 18, 19, they're like, mm, they change their mind. I don't know if I want this anymore. Yeah. So I don't know if kids are allowed to get the um, allowed to get surgeries, maybe with their parents consent. Like I if they're allowed to get so. boob, boob jobs or like breast removal and stuff like that, are they? Well, I think in certain states, like maybe Republic, like red uh, governed states, um, it's you can't even get unless you're probably below 18. You can't even get certain surgeries yeah. done. 
Um, but I feel like in New York, I think it's... You can probably get it done with your parents' consent. You can consent. probably get it done with your parents' consent. Yeah. Well, I would try to delay it until they're 18 mm-hmm. because, listen, the things I wanted at 14, 15, 16, I don't want any of them anymore. And obviously, I'm way more mature now. So I feel like 18 is kind of a reasonable cutoff point to be like okay go do what you want but i'm still gonna pay attention to what you're doing and like try to advise you but no like no chemical changing of the body no physical changes if you want to experiment with your clothes like if you're a guy you want to wear dresses makeup whatever that yeah that go ahead yeah but i think it's way too young under 18 yeah i i think the kind of argument to that is that it's probably better to start the hormone treatment when they're young. So by the time they get yeah, to an older age, like, I know it's complicated. Child. Yeah, you're a child. So it's tough. You're a child. So no. Yeah. I, I still wouldn't let them. You do still it. wouldn't let. Them. Yeah. I think no. I feel the same. Yeah. Like I feel like a young child. Like yeah, you probably shouldn't have. I'm not. You know, kids these days are pretty mature for their age. I would say, but mm-hmm. you know. We can't say that for every kid that yeah. comes that we you know give birth to or whatever or rare. Um, we kind of have to wait till they become an adult themselves and they can make the decisions yeah. when they have a, a, yeah. a, f- a firm head on their shoulders. But wait, you didn't even tell us about your coming out story. I didn't to your family. Oh, to my family. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I came out. Yeah, I came out okay. to you. Wait, how did I come out to you again? Was it through text? I no. I think we were sitting at Duncan, and you just told me. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I forget. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, okay, set the scene. Sicily, nineteen ninety four. Um, wearing my bikini on the river of Jordan. Um, so I. Th- so here's the thing, right? I feel like my coming out story wasn't like a one shot, like a one time event. It was a series of. It was like a, a journey with me and my family. I would say. They put meet me halfway. I met them halfway. You know, we kind of figured it out together. And then <laughs> it was never a, hey, mom, dad, let me sit down and tell you something. It was like, okay, so growing up, I never really talked about girls besides the, the one girl boy I was dating in high school. Um, and then after that, it was just like non-existent. Like I was all about studying and school and whatnot. Um, so I'm assuming in my mom's mind, well, my dad passed away. So in my mom's mind, it was like, hmm. This is strange. There's something here. Uh, so um, I think she put my sisters out to do a little bit of investigation. Mm-hmm. So they would like look at my social media, for example, try to like figure out what I'm doing, where I'm doing, who I'm doing it with. And there's this one time I was hanging out with my friend from Cornell. Um, and I posted him on Snapchat. It was just a, a very generic pitch selfie with both of us. We weren't kissing, holding hands. And by the way, the friend is super straight. So I'm like, also, I wouldn't ever do that. Um, but of course, my sisters um, wanting to fulfill uh, or, or do their jobs to the best of their ability went back and told my mom, hey, he posted a picture with another man. Yeah. Right. Um, so when I went home, they confronted me. Uh, my sister uh, actually confronted me. She's like, oh, who is that guy? You posted with like my friend. Move out my way, bitch. <laughs> and then I walked into my room. I'm like, why are you asking me about who I'm posting with? Um, but my mom overheard. Right. And then, you know, that kind of died down that night. And then, I mean, after that, it was just like I didn't nothing. No one ever asked me anything again. The next thing I remember is I brought a guy home. Really? I <laughs> yeah. thought y'all had like a lengthy conversation about it or something. No, we never did have a But your mom, I feel like moms always know. Like I think they have she intuition. always knew. But here's the thing too, right? Like, I know at the end of that, the day, what my mom cares about is my success. Yeah. That's all she cares about mm-hmm. at the end of the day. At being an Indian mother, mm-hmm. that's all she cares about. You could be 
fucking, I don't know, well, I don't say robbing a bank to make money, but like as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, being successful, um, being ambitious, like that's what she likes to hear. Yeah. So I, I know that we grew up in a society where gay men, you know, you're ostracized. You were, before you were even anybody, you're written off as nobody, right? Yeah. You can't be anything good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like scum of the earth pretty much. So I knew I had to work like vehemently against the tide. Like I had to work against that stereotype yeah. to become somebody. Yeah. Um, and I, every single day I wake up, I tell myself, look, I have to work twice as hard to be just as good to as To get half good. of what they exactly, have. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I've worked really hard, you know, and did what I had to do. And I think that's what makes my mom content and happy and that's why she doesn't question my sexuality like when i brought guys over and like we'd sleep over and stuff like she never questioned she kind of just rolled with it so that's why i say it was a 50 50 uh journey between me and my family in terms of me coming out like it was never i had to sit down and tell them anything it was like they kind of figured it out and i figured it out and i think it's all about how you frame it too absolutely but so many gay men like when they come out they get like cut off from their families mm-hmm. they get put out like they end up homeless and they don't have any money and it's it's a real uphill battle yeah it's it's a struggle for a lot of gay men like my story is not the usual story no. my story is the anomaly yeah <laughs> right like i'm lucky to have gotten it that way um but i think also like being my family's breadwinner kind of helped yes oh not kind so of ca- you like you really have helped. the power so to I, speak. right so i have the power so for people who are listening who probably want to come out but don't know how to come out make more money and then come out yeah baby. <laughs> let me tell you something money sweetheart. run the world money, not your penis <laughs> money run the world <laughs> you have enough money to take care of yourself and the people around you you usually get to do you think it might, you, you think my mother would mind if I marry Elton John if she ro- rolling around in a private jet? She will not she, give a fuck. She would be the happiest I, girl. Exactly. Like, she will not care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but we're telling the story and we're saying all this to say that maybe someone close to you is gay. Statistically, was it like one in... Maybe I think it's like one in six now One or in six. Like. Very, very people high. Are, and more and more people are becoming more experimental. With, yeah. Like, so, listen... Be accepting of people and, you know, maybe your cousin's gay, maybe your brother's gay, maybe your sister's gay. Just try to learn and be open to it. Yeah. You don't even have to be 100% on board, mm-hmm. but at least be open to the conversation. Exactly. The default is to be closed-minded and be like, oh, that's gross. Or yeah. like, I don't know what that is. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable for us too. The fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Can you remember the first time, my first time touching another penis that wasn't mine? I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. I think I have one like that. And it's hard. Yeah. Let me. Never mind. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like, if you feel uncomfortable, imagine how it feels for us. Yes. Because it is, it's like what we feel versus what we know, think we should feel. Right? Yes. We feel gay, but we think we should feel straight because yeah. of society. Nicki Minaj, Beyonce tells us what we should feel. So, <laughs> um, but that's not really the case, right? Yeah. Um, so be supportive, be open-minded. Um, try to, if you have the time and you have the money to, try to support, you know, gay campaigns, gay businesses. Um, if you can donate to gay charities or help with fundraisers, I'm going to put some descriptions in the... Um, sorry, I'm going to put some links in the description below of things you can donate to. Um, but yeah, just just be, be open, man. Be open. Life is too short. 
for us to be hating each other for things that like why should i care about who you're sleeping with that's at the end of the day that's like, like that's, why should i care about somebody else who is just living their life and having a good time and like uh, yeah it's true to themselves it's really nobody's business right at the end and of the if day. you're like oh i don't want my kids to see two men kissing in the park do you see what your kids be seeing when they at school my nigga <laughs> hmm hmm do you be uh, do you be with your your kid Johnny when Tim comes over to do homework? No, you're you not don't know what they're watching. doing. Exactly, and uh, first of all, if they have an iPhone, a, a TV, a computer, an internet connection, they're exposed to LGBTQ everything. Behavior, yeah, everything. Right. So them seeing two guys hold hands in the park is just the tip of the iceberg, baby. Yeah. Don't be fool. Don't be a fool. Don't be fool. <clears throat> just be open to having conversations, and you know. Th- that's all I could say. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just have the conversation. In that vein, happy Pride Month to you happy all, um, even if you're not gay. <laughs> it's a time to celebrate who you are. Being straight is something you should be proud of too. I, I yes. must say, Pride is for everybody. Um, that's why the flag is multicolored. It's not just for yeah. one particular uh, sect of people. But if you are proud of who you are and proud of your accomplishments and proud of what you've been through, you should celebrate Pride Month. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of season two, guys. We have so many good stories. I oh, can, yeah. I'm not even <laughs> exaggerating one bit. Like and subscribe to this channel if you're watching us on YouTube. And um, I think you can also follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts as right. well. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Nona Lisa if you want to keep up with me and what I'm up to. Um, Lyde lives a private life. He doesn't care about what you got to say. I only talk about my life here publicly. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll I, see. Or you can find me on Grinder if you want. Oh, you can find him on Grinder. Wish Pride me happy Month. Pride. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>